What's up, guys? This week's episode is called Don't Give Up. It's a really embarrassing story, but I'm going to share it for you. Uh, upcoming, obviously, like, subscribe, all that good shit. I don't know what we're doing. Intro, exit, whatever it is. You know what to do. All right, guys, so check it out. Um, I'm going to share with you a pretty embarrassing story, uh, but it's all with the intention of helping anybody who's going through a really fucked up time uh, in their life right now. Hopefully you're listening. If this helps one person, then obviously the podcast was worth it. So we're going to jump right into it. In about, I'd say 2010, 2009, 2010, the economy took a massive shit in Las Vegas, and that's where I was working. So I was a licensed contractor um, who was completely out of work. I went from 10 employees, three trucks, a shop, the whole nine yards, uh, all the way down to basically fucking nothing. So in order to get some work, um, I started working at a restaurant as a waiter uh, called Fridays. And we were working in Fridays in the casino. It was like like in the outskirts, like the shitty part, not like on the strip making like great money. But I mean... I'm talking like I was scraping like $50 a day together to try to make ends meet. Now, I was homeless at this time. And I don't know if I, I still come to the point where sometimes I'm really embarrassed to say that. And other times I'm really proud to say it. But nonetheless, uh, we'll see. We'll see if that helps anybody else out there. But when I was homeless, I worked at Fridays and I drove this pickup truck. It was a, I called it Clifford because it was a Dodge Dually uh, four-door long bed V10. If you don't know, that's possibly the biggest street normal truck, uh, pickup truck that you could buy. The thing weighed uh, tons, several tons, like two or three tons. And I'm a waiter and I got like random rusty tools in the back of my truck driving around, if you can picture this. So this truck was such a piece of shit that when the ignition went bad on it, I hotwired it. So underneath the dash, you can pull a couple wires out, you bypass uh, the ignition, and you connect the wires, and it'll start your truck. So I was doing this for a few weeks at this point, and I'm coming off a late shift uh, at Fridays, worked my ass off on my feet all night. I come out to my truck. And I go to connect the wires to start it, and I hear the starter go, pop, pop. Well, if you don't know, uh, sometimes with a starter, you can tap it a couple times with a hammer in order to get it going. Now, this doesn't work forever, but it works a couple of times when your starter is on its way out. So that's exactly what I did. I grabbed a hammer from uh, the back of my truck. I rolled underneath, and I started beating on the starter. As I hit the starter, it engaged, and I had left the truck in reverse. The problem with that is I was laying right behind the front tire. That tire hop, skip, jumped right on top of my chest. What felt like an eternity, the entire world was crashing down on me. Mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, in every way possible, I was absolutely being crushed. And then it was over. I don't know what happened, how I got out from underneath it, 
But once I did, I jumped up in the truck. I threw it in park. And I sat there and cried my fucking eyes out. Nowhere to go. Probably a cracked rib. No money to go to the doctor. Sitting there with a few bucks in my pocket. That was a pretty fucked up moment for me. But something inside, something deep down, didn't let me quit. And my, my dad always kind of told me about the fight or flight thing, you know, where if you're, if you're in a situation, you have the instinct to either fight or, or, or run. And some people have one and some people have the other. And we're like taught that in school too and all that. But I always kind of felt like, you know what? I think every human being has the fight in them. I don't think it's reserved for certain people. I think every single human being has fight, not, not, not flight. I just think that they have different degrees that take them to that point. I think it just takes a certain amount for some people. It could be an enormous amount or it could just be a little bit. But I still think everybody's got some fight in them. So I wiped my tears off. I drove my truck to another casino to sleep in the parking lot because I didn't want my people at Fridays to know that I wasn't, I was without a home. And a couple days later, I'm driving on the highway. And sure enough, behind me, the blueberries go off. It's a cop pulling me over. Again, fight or flight. I want to run. I want to keep driving. I want to speed up. I want to take off. But the hard thing is to do is stay there and fight. Fight through the moment. Own it. So I pull over. Of course, I got no insurance. Registration's expired. And probably going to get my license suspended at this time. Cop comes up to the window and sees a guy dressed like a waiter in a pickup truck with tools in the back and wires hanging out the bottom of his steering wheel. I don't know if any of you out there have a detective type instinct about you, but that truck did not look like it belonged to me. But it's funny, the cop was poignant, asking questions. Why do you have tools? What do you do? Where are you going? Of course, I tell him I'm headed to Fridays. I work there at nights. I'm a tile contractor, but I'm out of work. I'm just tired. Not high, not drunk. Just fucking tired. He looked at me and he goes, you work at Fridays, huh? I said, yep. He goes, okay. I'm in there all the time. And he goes, I run this highway. So I'm going to come in tonight. And if you're not there tonight working, I'm going to find this big truck. 
and I'm going to hunt you down and I will make sure to book your ass. Fine by me. I'll be there. So I go to work that night. I'm in the kitchen. My buddy Rudy comes up to me and he goes, hey, there's a cop out there asking for you. I go out to the dining room. There's three cops sitting at a table in my section. Sure enough, it was him. Now, if you think this is going to be some magical story about him giving me some big-ass tip, <laughs> you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. Plot twist, motherfuckers. He says, Clint, what's up? I said, hey, sir. He goes, I didn't forget about you or your insurance or your registration. I just put my head down. He said, you planning on driving out of here tonight? I said, uh, no. <laughs> but we all knew the truth. He said, I let you go once. It's not going to happen again. I said, okay, sir. End of the meal. He hands me back the receipt. And it's got his name and phone number on it. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm thinking in my head, yo, I don't swing that way, homeboy. <laughs> but he says, I might have a job for you. Call me in the morning. So I said, okay, whatever. At this time, I'm doing tons of small jobs. I'm scraping popcorn off of ceilings. I'm replacing small bathroom floors, little entryways, just to make 100 bucks, 200 bucks, anything. I'll fucking take it. I'll take it. Anything. I'll clean your fucking toilet. Whatever, man. So I call him next morning. He says, meet me at an address. I pull up to the address. And sure enough, there's a patrol car sitting there in the driveway. And I don't necessarily hate cops. It's just I never really... Had good run-ins with them, if you know what I'm saying. So I'm already feeling like weird and uncomfortable. I go up to the door. He opens the door. He says, listen, I just bought this house. And I'm like, yeah, good for fucking you. You got a nice job. You got good benefits. You got your life together. I don't. My shit sucks right now. But I didn't say that out loud. He says, I need you to give me a price for the tile here. I said, okay, what do you got? A little bathroom? He says, the whole main floor. I squinted at him, looked at him. Now, if you don't know, in Nevada, you need a contractor's license to do any work. If you do cash jobs, you can actually get arrested. So I had my license at the time, but he never asked me for it. So I'm thinking, all right, this motherfucker's trying to catch me. Trying to catch me working without a license. So I say, okay, what do you need done? He says, I need you to tear out all the carpet and redo it with tile. So I was like, okay. I wrote down on a piece of paper 
all the things that I would do in the house, the demo, placing, prep work. And I wrote a big ass number at the bottom. Like seven grand. Now today that might not be a big number. It's a lot of people, big companies and all that. But when you're living 20 bucks at a time and you can barely afford dog food and you're sleeping in your truck and you're going to the laundromat washing the same fucking uniform every single day. Seven grand is a boatload of money. And at the bottom of that piece of paper, I wrote my license number down. He looked at it and he smiled and he said, how much do you need for a deposit? I walked away from that house with enough money to put a first, last, and deposit down on an apartment and all the materials. I don't know what I did to deserve that moment. But all I could think was, thank God that I didn't give up. Thanks for stopping by, guys. I really appreciate you hearing about my life, my story. And once again, if it helps one person, just one person out there, then that's exactly why I did this. And I did my job. So on that note, it's time for me to get the fuck back to work. <laughs>